Welcome, everybody. How y'all doing? Good. Good from sunny Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, Carl's got the vacay going on there. You enjoying it down there? Yeah, so far it's been fun. Not bad at all. Hopefully, you, Good, man. Hopefully you're in East Jacksonville and not the rest of Jacksonville, because that's a pit. <laughs> you keep saying that. <laughs> I like Jacksonville, man. I, I love it, Jacksonville. It, I do. It's I, cleaner I, than Phoenix. I was downtown yesterday. No graffiti. <laughs> streets are clean. No one's wandering around homeless. Um, did you go to the wharf? You just... Did you go to the wharf yeah. down there? That wharf area yeah, I was telling you about? Cool. Yeah, pretty cool area, right? Hot. No one was there because it was hot. It is. So, yeah. Yeah. Muggy. You know, I first the first day That's I was here, muggy. I was like, oh, gosh, this sucks. And then, um, <laughs> it's like my brother was saying, so that it gets over 93 or 94, it just rains. And then it gets cool again. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm already adjusting to 80 degrees. That's not too bad with humidity. So... I can handle that. Did you go to um, St. Augustine yesterday? Yeah, it was so packed though. We couldn't we couldn't find any parking, so we ended up stopping at a diner and getting breakfast. But um, it looks really cool. You should have gone where I sent you to. That link. I'm telling you, the best seafood, fresh seafood, straight out. So good, man. Well, I think in one way to do it, I saw all these little tour buses. I'm uh, thinking, I was telling my brother, I'm like, fifty bucks now. Why? Why not? Those little no, no. Oh. no you don't need a tour bus. Look, there's Old Town St. Augustine that you walk through. There's the shops, blah blah blah, all yeah, that yeah. stuff. And then there's the fort that's across the street. Those are really the Dude, only two things that are there. In no St. parking there on a Saturday morning. It was stacked. Oh yeah, it's a packed yeah. place. Yeah. You got to get there early. Yeah, packed place. Well, yeah, we yeah. What you do is you park out and then grab an Uber. Take an Uber and get oh, dropped that's off. that's what we should have done. It's an Uber. That's a good idea, actually. Okay. Well, today is Cab- Canaveral. And then to tomorrow think we're fishing off the Jacksonville Pier and uh, going to the beach. Tomorrow's a beach day. So um, That's so, cool, man. Yeah, Use live bait. Sushi yesterday. Use live bait nice. when you're fishing. So Sean just told good. me, though, that I have not had the best barbecue yet in my life because I haven't been up to North Carolina or South Carolina. So I have been to South Carolina though, but I didn't have barbecue there. I was in Charleston. Yeah. The grits Next though. Time. I'm a big convert to grits, man. Especially if they're like specialized grits. Like, uh, yeah. Get, get the cheesy grits cheesy, with the jalapenos. Cheesy, it. cheesy it with yep. shrimp. Yep. Yeah. Or yes. Lobster. Yeah. Shrimp and, and grits. And lots, Sean's talking right lots there. Lots and lots of butter. <sighs> Oh yeah, 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 lots of butter. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. You you get them cheesy shrimp and grits, oh. and that is. Oh, I'll tell you though, oh, man, it's amazing. There's so much more variety here than in Utah. Holy shiz! Oh my goodness, man! It was like. Have you ever? <laughs> well, have you ever been outside of Utah? A lot more people. Yes, I just forgot. <laughs> I, I forgot how good the food is. I, I I was here like one day, and I'm hmm. like, oh, I'm back to where the food's actually decent on the east coast wow yeah because utah is so bland the the most homogenous part of the country is utah Utah. everything is bland and vanilla and the same and there's just and white outside of the it's (laughs) and what yeah (laughs) yeah that too well that's changing but yeah yeah you know what i've realized though I, i want you guys to think about this I would bet you that there are more Mexican food restaurants in the United States than in Mexico. (laughs) 
Like, well, we were in because they don't call them that. We saw my son yesterday, <laughs> but but I mean, it's it's just we we were down seeing my boy in in a small town called Winchester, Tennessee. Maybe has two thousand mm. people in it, and there were four Mexican restaurants in that town. Oh, dude, there's Mexican <laughs> restaurants all over the place here in Jacksonville, and none of it was everywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Uh, it is terrible. Uh, but they're all over the place. They'll be back to back Mexican yeah, restaurants. The Cuban place, the Cuban. <laughs> I had a real Cuban sandwich, which was freaking amazing. I like that. But uh, those are amazing down in Florida. They yeah. really are. Then my favorite convenience store. Yeah, and get the Cuban coffee if you can. Wawa. <laughs> Wawa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know what? You say Wawa's until you go inside of a Bucky's. And once you oh, go inside oh, of a Bucky's, I was going to tell you guys. First thing we hit on the way on the 95, at, on the way back from Orlando to Jacksonville, my brother says we are going to stop at this place, and I'm like, "What?" And then we stop at that Bucky's uh, right off of <laughs> Daytona, Daytona Bucky's. And so we get off the freeway, walk in, all of a sudden I'm like, "Holy crap! I can smell the brisket from here." So I had a brisket sandwich at 11 o'clock at night, and it was freaking good, man. As good as you can get in Utah. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, ah. Bucky's is the bomb. It's like a Walmart gas station. I would die of a heart attack <laughs> in a year out here, man. Oh, man, it's bad out here. And and, and how about the beef jerky? Oh, like, they had a they whole probably wall have... of it. A whole wall. I was <laughs> like, are you guys insane? Insane. Yeah. I've been to a Bucky's. Oh, they have, they have like a. Yeah. Well, how was it a Bucky's Dude. in Missouri? But it wasn't. The, I mean, this place was like a monolith to fuckiness. I mean, it was huge. Oh, man. Oh. And, and so, like, these Buckies now that they build, if you were blind, okay, and if you went in one in South Carolina or Tennessee or Florida, like, it's the same exact layout in every single one. So if you were blind and you knew the layout in one of them, you would know the layout in every I single was, one. I was joking with my brother. I said, we could actually live here for three days or four days and not miss a beat, man. We could sleep in the corner and just eat and eat. And... It's, it's awesome. You could do it longer than that. It is. There's clothes. Yeah. You can buy clothes there. You can buy everything. Yeah. There. <laughs> Camping materials is, is what, the place. Is, what's is the, the biggest buckies in the world? Is it in Texas? No, I think they're all the same size. They're all the same. They're, they're all big. Oh. They're all huge like that. Yeah, yeah. And they all got like 90 gas pumps. And... Yeah, I was looking at that bay of gas pumps. I was just like, there's got to be 50 out here. I mean, this is crazy. I'm like, uh, what, what's your gas station? Yeah. What's your pump number? Oh, I don't remember. Gosh, it was 33? <laughs> it's terrible, man. <laughs> Yeah, it makes anything in anything out west look tiny. Are there any buckies in Arizona? Arizona yet, Sean? No. Yes. Okay. No. Unfortunately, best the best thing we have out here yeah. is QT Quick Trip, and it's pretty good, but it's not. It's nothing like that. It's nothing like the Buckies or the Wawas. So. The Orlando Airport. The furthest west I've seen was was Texas. That's as far west as I've seen them go. Well, Orlando's uh, Orlando's airport's pretty well designed, from what I could tell. I mean, it was really easy. A lot better than Salt Lake. I was just like, oh, this isn't. That because slow. of the people movers? Yeah. The, the little trams that they have going out yeah. to all the different terminals? Yep. Yeah. 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 I mean, you you have to remember the influx, like how many inbound people that airport receives oh, daily, especially in the summertime. It's just it's incredible, insane. huh? Yeah, well, 
it, it might it might be constructed that way because it's in a freaking swamp. Well, if this is so the worst buildings. Yeah. If this is the worst weather Florida has to offer right now, uh, other than the hurricanes, I'm like, this ain't bad at all. It's, it's like nicer it a, than Utah. Give it a few more weeks; August. it gets worse. August, yeah, August. <laughs> the humid hits. But summer nights, I mean, haven't the summer nights been awesome there? Uh, last night was. We were out at the beach watching the, the launch. Now, two nights yeah. before when we went out to see it and they scrubbed it, it was so humid there was a cloud all the way between here and Daytona <laughs> on the freaking ground. <laughs> I was just like, this is and, nasty. They call that fog. Fog. It. <laughs> And how about that? How about having to defrost the outside? Oh, of the yeah. My, my sunglasses were fogging up just sitting on my head. I was just like, this is crazy. <laughs> I remember um, Tracy and I went on our honeymoon out to Florida. We went to Orlando. We went to Daytona. I remember day two, Tracy was like, fuck this. I, I'm not doing my hair anymore. <laughs> so, like her hair was just flat. She's like, I can't do, I can't do shit with my hair. You're going to have to like it how it is. I'm not doing it anymore. Well, I, thought, I thought it was for other reasons. No. Well, I, that, that I have yet to do out here in, in a humid environment. I wonder, Brent's probably an expert on that. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, how wait, wait, does it wait, get? wait, wait. Are we... Are we talk. What are we talking about? Well, we'll talk about your subject soon, <laughs> but we're kind of getting a preview right now. <laughs> I just stayed in in humid environments, Brett. How uh, what how moist does it get? Very. Carry <laughs> <laughs> some wipes with you. Have a few towels ready, huh? All right, not not just for some of So <laughs> anyway. So so be- before we get into this, Sean's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into that, we got we got a new segment that we're going to do called "Unusual News Stories Through the Week," and I've got one I I picked out here. So what if I told you that all of us would be a different age in one particular country? There's a particular country that counts age differently than the rest of the world does we would sean and i would be two years older than what we are right now it's crazy but up until recently this country has decided to change the way they count a person's age so south korea um this is an ap news story out of seoul korea as south korea campaigns to retire an old age counting method that makes people a year or two older than they really are, children are among the few who seem most eager to stick with the past. I turned six and then became five again, says one child when a TV reporter asked her about a new law that went into effect on Wednesday that formalizes the international age counting method in administrative and civil laws and encourages people to tally their own ages accordingly. South Korea's traditional age counting custom (coughs) considers every person one year old at birth and adds another year when the calendar hits January 1. So for myself, being born on November 23rd, I would have been one year old then. And then on New Year's Day, I would have been two on January 1st. Wow. <laughs> what? Yes. That's, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's trippy. When you were born, you would be one. And so then when you're gestational, yeah, you should count. 
So you're one years old. Yeah, right on. Right when you come out, you are one year yeah. old, and then on January first, you become two. That sounds like a stupid <laughs> law. I think I think it should be. Isn't that crazy? Change it. This should be gestational, but you got to figure no, out no, when no, mom no, and dad no. kind of are busy. No, they're. What? It's not. They no. They're changing it so that they're accepting. They're changing traditional it. worldwide counting, and this is a Correct. This was a cultural. Thing that has been the case for whatever thousand years, probably. So, so, so it that. says while the new law, while the new law is the country's latest attempt to retire that method and standardize international age based on passing birthdays, it is not immediately clear what will actually change. Putting aside the minor frustrations of children waiting for their birthdays, President Yoon Suk Yeol has described standardizing international ages as a key goal of his government, citing a need to reduce the social and administrative confusion and disputes. But officials in South Korea's Ministry of Government legislation acknowledge the new law won't meaningfully change how the country's public services are done, as most are already based on international ages. That's wild. Still, the law was welcomed. So, um, so, so we would have been 21 when we were 19. Correct. That's stupid. That's not right. That's that's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. So, so what you're it? saying, Carl? What I hear what you're saying, Carl, is that you think that they should stay with their old Tradition. law versus yeah. the new law. Absolutely. So where people people are two years old, no, older Carl, than what they actually are. I think you're misunderstanding, Carl. You're you see, they currently are under that rule. The same one we are. They're currently under are the rule. Are they the same one we are? No, oh. they're not. Okay, never mind. No. No. Okay. That's you what got I'm it saying. Backwards. Now deciding to do oh. that. Well, they have to get online with what we do, how we do it here. That's what it should be. I'm, I'm that's not what... listening comprehension oh, skills. Oh, I'm amazing. on vacation, man. Hey. <laughs> I'm on vacation. I'm feeling like, I'm feeling like humid. while you were talking, I was feeling while you were reading that, I zoned out. I could feel the humidity collecting on my you know what? arms. But Carl, you got grits in your ears because you're not hearing. You're not comprehending. <laughs> what... All right, all right, all right. So what you're saying is that, well, freaking South Korea does some weird stuff, man. Not to be. Culturally inappropriate. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm not saying they're. I mean, just you know. Anyway, careful. Mm -hmm. Actually, we can edit. We can edit if we need to. Now, when now when our reviews come out, we got one. Carl Kristen hates South Koreans. That'd be the header on it. I like K-pop. If you're gonna if you're gonna dislike Koreans, it needs to be the North. They have good. Leave the Southern The Northerners are a little weird, man. Hey, now how did they how do they count age up north? Well, I don't think they do because you don't get an age. The average age, you just get a number. Yeah, they all number. die before they're thirty. <laughs> so yeah, you, yeah, you're unlucky. You get the wrong number, pal. To the dog you go. Anyway, okay. Well, that is kind of interesting, Brent. So the point of that is they're just messed up in South Korea. Now the point is is that Carl doesn't listen to shit that we say on here. The whole row. Thank you, how Sean, for listening to my story. Thank you. So, this whole thing. What would it help? How's it huh? going to help us out? Who said it was helping uh, us out? I didn't even mention that uh, in the story. It's an unusual uh, news story. Uh, but apparently. It's full news week, everybody. Oh, my it really gosh. Is. Oh. Oh. Carl, repeat after me. 
Sorry, Brent. I really wasn't that, listening to what you were actually, saying. I just mumbled along with what was going what on. What I would like to say about this is, uh, I'm I now I understand why your mom and dad were always pissed off at you because you just didn't you didn't listen. All right, back to humidity and that subject that Sean didn't want to talk about. Typical right. kitten fan. Yeah. Typical yeah, kitten fan. No one. Let's, let's talk Jeez. about moisture again, Sean. All right. <laughs> You had an intriguing subject you wanted to talk about. Let's do it. Well, I just thought it was interesting. Um, so you, you guys know that I love history um, and yeah. and that I really, I, I have a fascination of um, a translation of, of one language from another. Um, I can barely speak English properly, and I have this very deep interest in um the language translations, uh, modern and uh, ancient, and and all of that stuff. So uh, I heard I heard somebody describe um, the problem with translating ancient foreign languages into English as taking two different sets of blueprints, laying them on top of one another, and then trying to explain why uh, the kitchen is actually the bathroom, right? So. They don't match. They don't, things don't match up. Right. So, um, there's a, so the, the topic, uh, that I was trying to, to bring up is, uh, the attitudes of uh, ancient sexuality versus uh, modern sexuality and how, uh, how we understand things modernly very different than they did it, uh, anciently. So what do you think about that? So you kind of brought up the topic of Sodom and Gomorrah. And I think, you know, when we talk about stories that are related in the Bible, I think that's probably one that stands out the most. You know, the, I guess, I'm not going to say overall belief, but some of the things that were taught on that is it was destroyed because of the type of sexuality that they were having in there, that it was a lot of homosexuality going on and, and, and God cleaned all that out and, and all that stuff. That's how some people have interpreted that. However, some of it have interpreted as different reasons, you know, um, <laughs> because some of it from pride, you know, that, that they had extreme pride, that it was kind of almost like a, you know, I got to do better than what the Johnsons are doing. I got to get the, the more luxurious house than what they have and so on and so forth. So. Um, I think that there's a lot of different angles that could be taken with that because nowhere in there does it say exactly why it was destroyed. It, it says it was a very wicked city and was destroyed. All I, can say, oh. all I can say based on what I read, Sean, or watched, was uh, I would want to be an older man and kind of rich because I would not want to be a catcher. Uh, I would want to be the pitcher. So that's all I can say. So... So you're saying that you're okay with it as long as you're the one doing it. As long as I'm giving and not receiving. As long as, yeah. So, so there's actually, there's a, there's actually a lot to that um, culturally. Um, So, and I, and I can explain that a little bit. Um, So, but, but to go back to what Brent is talking about um, specifically, um, the story that you're talking about, the reason why it was destroyed. um, So, there's a you go into that into into that story um there's a couple of angels that go into Sodom the city of Sodom right and they come across 
um, lot, correct? It's lot. Uh, and parking, not, not parking, just <laughs> lot. The guy, the guy whose wife turned into a pillar of salt, right? So had a, had a brother named little. He did. He did actually. What was her name? Piss Salter? What was her, her salt, salt pillar? What did they call her? Got real salty. I heard <laughs> he was, she was really salty. Yes. Why are you so salty? Why are you so salty, <laughs> baby? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Saucy. So anyway, so he, he has these uh, two angels staying with him. And um, the the people uh, were, came to, came to see them. And they told, I'm just paraphrasing. So this is not in great detail. But they told Lot that uh, they wanted him to send out um, the two men, they didn't know they were angels. They wanted to, them to send them out so that they could know them, right? So, and you guys know what the biblical term know means, right? No, baby. To know somebody in biblical terms. Do you know what that means? You mean like you and Brett know each other? Humpty yeah. Dumpty. Like, I, I, do, I, I don't know Brent biblically, no. I never have. <laughs> So for those for those who don't you know, know to you don't to know, know a, <laughs> yeah to know a person biblically is to have relations sexual relations with them so these this crowd of men wanted to basically rape the uh, the men that were that he was hosting. So that's yeah. where they wanted to bang an angel. Well, is they, it considered wanted... rape if, if, if it's willingly given and traditional? Well, it wasn't. Okay. It, it, I mean, it, it, at this point, it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh. They okay. So and basically, um, to, to to just and and Lot refused to do it. He even offered to send out his daughters so that they could know his daughters, right? So. Uh, mm-hmm. it, that's where the world gets uh, it being related to homosexuality, but it has nothing to do with that. Nothing at all. Um, to, to, and just to narrow it down, basically what it comes down to is um, the people of Sodom were inhospitable to foreigners and uh, strangers of the land. They were not welcoming. So they were xenophobic. Basically, if you weren't from Sodom, they basically, they, they didn't want you in the area. So, uh, uh, nothing to do were, with sexuality. They, nothing, not one thing. So, so those angels were looked on like Californians are looked on. Yeah, nobody wants nobody them around. Wants just them. go back to where you came go from. Away. Or, yep. or it could yeah. be just they were unlucky and had a meteorite hit them. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what? Don't you know. didn't hear that? No, seriously. <laughs> they found you... they found evidence that there is a Sodom and Gomorrah and that it was hit no. with. Some fiery, yeah, nastiness, yeah. From you're, this guy. And Mark, um, Carl's not wrong. There's been archaeological discoveries that have shown um, that there may have way to give so, away the ending yeah. before well, we even I, get there. Carl, not, great yeah. job. All right, that's our podcast for today. Hope you all have a great day, and thank you all for listening. Don't don't ever take Carl to a movie, Jeez. Uh, or to South Korea. Well, no, no, Sean, Buzzkill. Sean, no, I was watching this Greek stuff. Okay, and the Greeks were really good at. Um, the sexual part, which, uh, you know, the, uh, there, you were saying this too, before the podcast to me, and I was kind of curious if I had to watch, watch something on it real quick. It was really important 
to status-wise, your sexual, well, what you choose to do sexually. And so right. it, was, it was a really bad situation to be on the receiving end. So only younger people and uh, women, because they were second-class citizens, basically, at the time. And, sl- and slaves. Slaves. And slaves, yeah. So you didn't want to be in that category, because if you were, it's not that, it's not that, I guess, some guys liked it that way. The reality was, it was socially... Sure, some did. Sure. I'm sure yeah, it so, so you want to... So, yeah. okay, so um, socially, what you're talking about is... Um, uh, basically the sexual sexual hierarchy of of what the ancients um their 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 standards were so i mean to to break it down and to if the if you were a freeborn male uh you were the considered to be the most dominant uh class of society and so uh anybody that wasn't a freeborn male it did color didn't matter None of that mattered. It, it was all if you were considered freeborn. So if you were not freeborn, you were uh, either, if you were not a freeborn male, you were a slave or a woman or a child. And so anybody other than freeborn males were uh, considered to be down the line hier- hierarchically. If I'm not saying that right, but so the. The, the 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 sexual relationship um, today versus then. So today, um, I think everybody would would say that it's it's um, about a reciprocal relationship. Two people that are doing something together, right? That's culturally what we consider sexuality to be, right? Two people doing something together that it's a reciprocal act. Consensual, consensual, right? Consensual, yeah. right? Right. Two people doing something together. So it's an equal, it's supposed to be an equal partnership between two people nowadays. But back then, it, it wasn't about that at all. It was about, um, it was about domination. Basically, basically it was, so, so basically, the, the one person was an, they active role and one person had a passive role. Insertive so, uh, versus so, uh, receptive. Brian attacked me in the hotel room two weeks ago. That was his, he was trying to show dominance. Is that what you're trying to say? Dominate, dominance. Yeah. No, but so so really. So if I have slaves during that time, and I have two slaves, there's a man and a woman that are together, and they have a child, and I decide, man, I I just gotta I gotta unload. I could go in and take her and unload on her, or, pretty much. Well, though, right. You, as sad as so, it is, like I I have the right to go in and and have sex with her. But then the question I ask is let's say she gets pregnant that child is that child a slave because the mother's a slave or is that child now become a free person because i was the free person i I would have to look i would i would have to look the laws up on that i think i believe uh it depends on whether or not the uh the perpetrator the the person who did the um, the, be like up to me. I, th- I think it was up to them. I think if he denied um, paterfamilias then or being the father, um, then he would have. Uh, right. he, the, he then that would have been a, a slave child. Yeah. Um, so, but but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back a little bit on this. So, biblically, when they're talking about going in and knowing those people at uh, at Sodom, 
it had nothing to do with the sexuality or uh, man rape or whatever. It it was just like a it, real sensual knowing and knowing culturally it was just know who they are. it had nothing to do with uh, homosexuality it had to do with dominance right so mm-hmm. it that's that's where um the the confusion of of modern uh, like i said earlier when you when you put the two blueprints on top of one another and things don't look right it's because the blueprints are culturally different so that, that's so why we where was lot in this scale where was lot, lot at like wasn't lot, lot a dominant person yeah lot was a freeborn man so yeah he was at the top of the Gucci. and that's why so that's why they but, didn't, but they couldn't they come in and take his people though because they, they didn't ask him to come out they asked him to send the, that's the, them the men that were visitors out. right so but couldn't he say no nah, these are mine these are my bitches <laughs> you know like th- couldn't he have that right he could have i don't know well, I don't know that. We talked about Sodom. So, like, how does Gomorrah fit into this? They're just—it's like the twin cities. They're just cities next to each other. So it, they're right next to each other. Yeah, stuff. yeah. So it's, it's like a metro area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. That's exactly what it was. Just two two cities that are very close in proximity to each other. So it's uh, that's why they get lumped okay. So in. then, so let's talk about then as they leave. It did. Did she really turn into a pillar of salt or how? So, because a lot of things in the Bible are in translation, like, like examples, you know, of, of what, you know, stories, right. but. So um, the way that I've heard it described is um, if you go into that area um, and this has nothing to do with sexuality, mm-hmm. but uh, if you go into that area um, of the Dead Sea, there's a lot of salt pillars. And so they're is a need uh, uh, the time to explain why there is something that can't be explained. So they, they don't know the science of um, the Dead Sea and the salt uh, content and all that, that like we do. And so to explain why there were salt pillars all over the place, they have in the story a something that happens where she becomes a pillar of salt. That is an explanation of why there are pillars of salt in the Dead Sea, so. But there's like no human DNA no, inside of any of those no, pillars it, of no, salt. It, no, no, it's it's it has nothing <laughs> to do with. It's just a way for them to explain why there is something there that is for them unexplainable and they something they can't understand. So now at the, that makes now sense. At the, now at the site of Sodom and Gomorrah, they have found human DNA fragment or human skulls and. Bones yeah, and, yeah, but yeah. that's got nothing. That's just because people lived there. I mean, that's that's got that nothing to do, with, to do with lot. That's that's wife. got nothing to do with uh, his wife's being turned into a pillar of salt. Though people lived there, probably just, she probably just died in the fire. Probably if, if, if she system. was even a if if she was even a real person. So right anyway, right yeah. So okay. yeah, that that's yeah. that's got nothing to do with any of that though. It, it's not a it's not part of the the topic of. Uh, of of what happened in in Sodom and why people misunderstand what the whole point of uh, the destruction of Sodom was. So, um, right. but but it's a vital part of the of the lesson of it of obedience, obedience to what the Lord says. You must obey, and that trust and that faith to go along the line. And if you weary away from it, if you veer away from it, like the story says, she turned around to see what happened, and oh, right, yeah, I mean, oh. yeah, it's. A, 
you know it, it is that yeah, it is that yes definitely i guess my question i guess my question originally was how accurate and how i mean because I, th- I think these stories it's just like the founding of rome based on mythological gods that helped create rome um a lot of these stories are are stories that are embellished over years, decades, hundreds of years, thousands of years, and turn into legend or myth. And I think well, if you look at the you, Old Testament, how much of that is myth? So I'm going to go back to my what I was talking about with uh, using uh, <laughs> ancient terminologies inappropriately for modern. So myth today... Myth today, what a myth today is um, like a, a story that's not true, right? Um, but myth, mm-hmm. Santa. Yeah, myth back in, uh, in, in ancient days, it wasn't about something that wasn't true. It was something regarding uh, um, deity. Okay, so when you talk about... Parable. When you talk about uh, the, the ancient mythology, you're talking about ancient religion, right? Ancient religious beliefs, ancient gods. It's not, it has nothing to do with whether something is real or fake. So um, I can't remember why I started going down that road, but it's, it's just an, it's an, an example of what um, anciently we don't understand because we're using modern terminology. So, um, but uh, I, so I, I want to give you guys a couple of, of different things that uh, um, regarding uh, this this stuff. So, um, uh, Mesopotamian, uh, records, um, uh, talk about, uh, and, and go, this is going, but I'm sorry, I'm doing a terrible job here expanding all of this, but so much of it's floating around in my head. But, uh, so going back to explaining how it's, uh, uh domination versus, uh, receiving, dom- uh, dominating versus receiving. Right. So, um, in in uh, some Mesopotamian records, um, it talks about uh, how if a man is the person who's uh, receiving, um, it defiles them and it, um, it it makes them impure for a month, right? So if and it doesn't distinguish whether it's a dude or a woman who he's being sub- subservient to. So if if um, anciently, a woman being on top or being in the um, power position, if you want to put it like that, made a man unclean, right? So you, the woman could never be on top. What do you... I'm very <laughs> no unclean. No reverse cowboy. I'm the dirtiest guy no, you know. No reverse cowboy. No. Yeah. The dirtiest guy you know. So, filthy, filthy, dirty. So, yeah, terrible, right? For months and months and months and months and months. Because well, I will be 158 by the time I'm clean again, judging by <laughs> so, months. So wait a second. So wait a second. In the true, uh, what's the physiological uh, posterior? Anyway, where they're facing the other direction than over the couch, that would be okay. That's what you're saying, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah because you're at that. You're still the dominant person. So okay. It, again, it goes back to dominance. It has nothing to do with uh, um, consensuality. It's about dominance, right? So, so S and um, S and so What if what if I start on not top? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. What if I start on top and then we end with her on top? 
then does she is, is it almost like a wrestling match like she's trying to get up on top and stuff no. it's like no yeah, yeah. you know yeah. i mean did you do a circle oh yeah. <laughs> anyway uh okay Sean. i don't know that's it's so that word. Really good. i don't know there's also um there's also some hebrew text that um it uh it it says that if a man allows a woman to be the the dominant partner that he'll get diarrhea <laughs> that's it that's not yeah. too bad okay. well that's yeah, acceptable you have to understand that at the time, something like that is considered to be very unclean, and so. Well, when you, that's very unclean. Well, when you're using your hand, that is pretty unclean. I mean, no. so I, I go and visit Sean, and, and Sean's got to keep running to the bathroom because he's got the runs. And I'd be like, "Damn, his wife." <laughs> yep. You did this, Rachel. Oh man. Yep. That's exactly what that would mean. Be like, no, it's bad tacos. It was bad tacos. Uh, had some bad fish. <laughs> okay. There's some weird stuff that happened back then. I was looking at their bathroom techniques with the uh, sea sponge and the sticks, and I'm like, oh. And then the poor guys, the people that didn't have the money, had to use stones. I mean, talk about <laughs> chafed ass cheeks. I mean, ow. Yeah, but. It, it was also done completely like it. It wasn't the same as it is now. It it wasn't for you know just pleasure and stuff like that. I mean, it was very you know clothed and this and that. You know, it's it's not the same as it was. Now I'm sure there's some freaky deaky situations that went on, but for the most part, it was <laughs> go. Yeah, like you I mean, were there, right. Yeah. <laughs> I think he yeah, wishes he was. It, like I said, 158, 158 years old. Yeah, Methuselah. All right. So, well, you get into you get into like New Testament writings, and you you um, get into Paul. So Paul is um, often quoted with um, a lot of people when they're talking about um, homosexuality. But Paul, a lot of people don't know Paul was celibate. Paul, uh, Paul thought sex was. Uh, the only reason you had sex was to procreate and that you should generally not have sex, even married people. You should only do it when you feel like you're getting out of control and you should only do it when you're uh, trying to have kids. And so correct. It's, you know, it, it, which that philosophy was adopted for centuries and centuries and centuries and centuries and centuries and centuries afterwards. Yeah. So, it you know it's just uh, very very different and you know the the when I get into you know talking about Greek translations of ancient Greek the there's words um, in, so something that I find fascinating and I already kind of said this but I really really am curious about original Greek and Hebrew in the Bible um, and and what the words mean versus how it's been translated because there's um you, right. you read the king james version of the bible and it's really i mean it's frankly it's terrible because there are so many things in it that are translated very poorly and and, and some of that is because it's a copy of a copy of a copy right it, it's a translation of Correct. of uh latin which was translated from greek which was translated from aramaic right so but um so there's a Paul used a term called um, I think it's I think it was sarco heteros um, 
and that's it's one of the it's one of the words that uh, basically it's uh, in English it's translated as unnatural, so unnatural unnatural sex, right? But the word sarcoheteros actually means uh, sex with angels, right? <clears throat> it has nothing to do with male sexuality uh, on male sexuality. It, um, it, it literally means sex with angels. And so the exam, an example of it is used in, I, can't remember which, it's, I think it might be in Timothy or something like that. With, um, he, unnatural flesh, they, they use the word unnatural flesh, but he's talking about sex with angels, how it's unnatural, right? And it so it would be so, unnatural. Hold on, though. So let me ask this. Let me pose this question. You say unnatural, meaning natural being of this planet Unnat- or of this unnatural earth. Unnatural flesh, yeah. They're saying un- right. unnatural flesh. But could it, be, could it be flesh from another planet? Could it be flesh from another entity? UFO, be, here we go. As we've talked about in the past. collab? No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. But I do mean people that are not of this earth, unnatural flesh. That's exactly what it's saying. That's exactly what it's saying. I know. But it's not referring to people that are Martians. No, that's not what it's talking about. How do you know that, though? Because how how do you know that? Because they had no, because they, I'm just telling you very quickly without having to go into it, they had no concept of people living on other planets. They had no concept of planets being. What? They called those people angels. Is they what they, they had no concept of that. They at that time they thought that the the Earth was a um, the they thought the Earth was uh, like we, people lived in a bubble where there was a sea over the top of us, which is why there's blue in the sky and why right. why but, it rains. But they thought that angels there was no came from the sky, right? Right, because they thought angels came from right, the sky. But so... it had nothing to do with pl- other planets. It had nothing to do Brent, with other planets. Brent's going he, UFO on us. Just, just no, relax. Hey, okay. I'm just saying, they, where would those people from other planets come? They would yeah. come from this big blue ocean, right. just the same way that an angel would yeah, come you're, down. You're, 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 you're putting a modern blueprint over the top of an ancient blueprint. It, it, there you go, yeah. They, they, they have nothing. I know, but I'm trying to figure out what that really could have it been. It could be your Stargate right. idea, Brett. Well, there you go. There's your, there's your Stargate thing from a few weeks ago. There you go. <laughs> there you go, Brett. Wow. Unnatural flesh. Hey, Brett's just all about figuring out solutions to mythical questions, which uh, in this case would be, I guess I would, I'd agree with Brett. But how, how to, the hell to go back to what? We're going to have sex so, with a human being. So I, I, you, you guys are crazy. <laughs> so I, I, I don't I, think we are, though. Question, I mean, it, it's. Here's the question that I want to bring up. I I yeah. don't think I presented all of that real well, but um, how, how knowing what I just told you, where sexuality back then had nothing to do with uh, sexuality between the sexes, it had everything to do with being the dominant person, whether you mm-hmm. were a man, whether you were a woman, or whether you were a slave, or whether you were whatever, um, versus today. Um, it being described as, you know, homosexuality, they're completely very, very, very different. So how, how does that affect what we think today 
on those things. Well, the patriarchy and the LGBTQ plus crowd would have a complete conditioning fit, but uh, what? No, what uh, do you mean? No, but 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 Sean, no. to, 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 in no. order to answer your question, though, it's just, are we talking it's about the opposite, Carl? Uh, it's the opposite. And 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 oh, you mean and are you talking about here in this country? Disintegrated? Is that why? Is right, that what be, you're referring to? Right, because okay. because religiosity today uses these things as examples as a way to well, well, condemn the, the, that stuff oh, when oh, that oh. is not how that isn't what it was. Well, it was a it's, medieval construct, the whole Sodom and Gomorrah style. I mean, basically what you're saying is with the King James Version talking about the different translations, it's a construct created from medieval and Catholic theology that's developed over hundreds of years into this story that Sodom and Gomorrah are about gay people that were destroyed in a uh, cataclysm created by God. So the story is completely false, is what you're saying. And uh, yes. it's more based on a completely different, uh, completely different reason. So um, I don't know. I think, that, you know, to be honest, that's the first time I've ever heard this particular version of it. But it makes sense. But you also have to realize there are still cultures today that adhere to that same type of principle. You have Muslims in the Middle East where the man is extremely dominant. The women mm -hmm. are second-class citizens and have no voice. You have right. They're um, not a full in, in these tribes – exactly. You have these tribes that are in, in the Amazon and, and right. you know, that are from right. any you know bearing of the outside world at all that it's that same type of principle. So – you know, yes, we as quote unquote modern civilization in this country do not view it in that same respect, but there's still several million people that adhere to that type of of, of society. Right. Well, let's, right. let's be let's be frank. If all of a sudden there was an EMT and all our modern conveniences just disappeared like that, they're gone. Do you really think for one second the strong wouldn't be the ones setting up the rules and the weak would have to just deal with it? Because that's exactly what would happen. It's like that anyway. It's like that anyway without that happening. Well, <laughs> Look at no, a COVID no. shutdown. Well, yeah, but <laughs> we still have we still have modern – I mean we still have some rules that protect those who – but you still have the powerful that dictate what people can and can't do. It's still like that. Yeah, well, that's a little extreme way to look at it, but okay, I can see your point though. So Sean, you want to say something? I just I'm just thinking about um, um, we're going back into um, culturally back then the different things. If you, if you look biblically in in, I'm just using biblically because it's an easy source for people to, to look at some other, a lot of other sources are more difficult for people who don't know where to look. But um, if you look in the Bible, it has, it, it never talks about um, sexuality between two women, right? It's mm. always, a, it's always about the man. What is the man doing? What is it okay for the well, man to do or what it, there's very little reference of women at all in the Bible anyway. 
I mean, and, and, but that's part of what, that's part of my point, Brent, that women were not considered a full person, right? They couldn't own property. They couldn't in, inherit anything. They were the property of their father until they were married. And what, at which point they became the property of their husband. So, correct. So, so culturally, again, sexuality goes back to a person who is the dominant uh, person in the situation, not about two people who are trying to enjoy each other on a consensual basis. Is a completely yeah, different it, thing. Because there were no homosexual long-term relationships in those t- that time period. You're correct, Sean. Because no, that you, would, you, you, you don't would, know you that. Would, no, there no, were. They, we don't know they, that. No, they, his, you, I was just watching it a few minutes ago. They, they, they do talk about that. You're watching homosexuals? No, it was more right. of a choice no. by the dominant person in that household right. to have a relationship with a male. Right. But, the, right. but to continue their seed and DNA in their family, they would have Correct. to have a wife. And a wife brought status, too, in terms of land, in terms of uh, you right. know, and, wealth. And, and, and more than one wife did that, yeah, too. Because a, a joint so, family. But a homosexual, a joint a, a relationship, right. a homosexual relationship would not. And therefore, you're right. would not yes, be correct. considered normal. Right. So, right. Yeah, I am right on that. So yeah, yeah you are. So yeah, yeah, things are different now. It, it's so. not to say that they didn't exist. They probably did um, in the background on things. But uh, you're right. Um, as far as all that other stuff is concerned, socially, um, it was it was between um, males and females, and males being obviously the dominant ones. So, but it was a uh, yeah, it's. Is really interesting. I just think that for me, um, you know, I grew up uh, very being, you know, learning the very Christianized uh, understanding of that. And um, as, an adult, as an adult and actually learning about um, culture and anthropology of, of these ancient civilizations uh, to, to learn that it has nothing to do with any of that is, is really kind of fascinating. And um, I don't know. I wonder. I wonder what people think about that because it 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 kind of kicks the chair out from underneath uh, the people that are uh, against people being able to love who they love. Well, we've seen that for a very long time, where people use religious scripture to push their own agenda. Mm-hmm. And translate yeah. it how they want to push their own agenda. Yeah. And and as you were saying, you were talking earlier about you know the history of the Bible, and then it's a gathering of books of story. You know, I mean, the the span of the Book of Genesis is thousands of years. You know, it's not like this all happened day after day after day after day after day. But you look at also how the actual Bible came about. You know, it, and for centuries, people like you and I would not be able to have a Bible or to read the Bible ourselves. We were not allowed to do that. That was only read through the priest um, or, or a father yeah. or, or a religious figurehead talking, at a you're church. You're talking about medieval uh, practices. I'm, I'm talking about the process yeah. of the Bible and yeah. how you know it, it was written by hundreds of monks that sat there and, and wrote down. And, and there were most likely ways of manipulating what they were actually writing down and the translation process being lost and, and, you know, through 
so there many many so many years term, it's the same way of me telling you a story there, there's a term a for those guys fun. they're called copyists they're they're the dudes that basically sit down and, and rewrote word for word uh the biblical text um and and, yeah, and there's the knights of the kinkos there's a lot of uh, so let me give you if you're interested and we could do another another show on this but i could let me give you an example of uh something that a copyist um, changed in ancient from ancient text to what we have as modern. So in the story, um, um, I can't remember which book it is in, but the the story of uh, the uh, woman at the well, I think, being uh, condemned. Right, you uh, they don't condemn you. I neither will I. That story, right. that story does not actually exist in the earliest of that scripture. And so more than likely that is a, an insertion of a story from a copyist versus what was actually written by the people who, the person, whoever it was that wrote, I think the book of John. So that's, that's an example of what you're talking about. Um, yeah. As far as the creation goes, I mean, the, 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 the formulation of like what you're talking about, the New Testament really didn't happen until about 400 AD, I think it is, or 400 CE. Um, it was like it was like 398 or 370, yeah, something it, like the Council of Nicaea. Yeah, the Council of Nicaea. That, uh, um, the emp- where basically all the religious heads were put into a room and locked in there yep. and were told, y'all come up with it, and if anybody leaves this door, they will be yep, killed. And- so y'all figure this shit out and get it done and then get yep, out. The newly the <laughs> newly converted Roman emperor forced that. Correct. Constantine, Constantine right? Constantine, yep. Yep, Constantine forced that. But uh, going back to Old Testament stuff, did you know that um that the what we call the the Old Testament, the um the the Jewish Bible, uh it wasn't ever even written down until the the Babylonian exile. Uh the right. second temple destruction it was passed down yeah, so it's before that everything was yep. verbal and there was nothing written right nothing right and so i mean we can get into a lot of stuff on that that is really really fascinating hey guys i'm gonna have to cut it short and you guys can keep going if you want but uh i gotta got bail too pro- i gotta prove to brent that uh, we actually landed on the moon so uh, I'll have pictures of proof um, later today that I'll put on the web. You're going to the moon? Website. Yeah, we're going. You're going to the you're moon? Gonna, you're going to be the on the moon? moon? Nice. Well, baby, going to show you NASA. All right. NASA. Cool. All right. All right. Have fun. Not a conspiracy, yeah. we, Brent. We can, talk <laughs> about, we can talk more about this stuff on a later podcast. I think it would be good. Good show, guys. Good show, guys. Great talking to you, and we'll talk to you all later. Bye. Bye.